Hello everyone, my name is Tatiana Gefter, I use she-they pronouns, and I am playing Alma of the Veil with the Gravedigger playbook. Hi, my name is Nishit Zaya, I use any pronouns, and I am playing Fletcher the Witch. My name is Janine Florence Asinto, I use they-them pronouns, and I play Haku Bayani, Starkeeper. Hello, my name is Okta, I go by they-them pronouns, and I will play male three strings from the Weaver's Hi, my name is Harper Sage Pettit. I use they or she pronouns, and I will be your guide for this season of Queer PG of Kith and Pen. Dear Mom, Hi! I know I meant to write you more while I was on my little excursion. I mean, it hasn't been that long, but I figured you'd probably want to be kept posted with everything going on. I hope things are okay back home. Um, I hope you guys still have the house and everything. We're working on it. We found out a bunch of stuff about what's been going on with the gods and stuff. It's been really weird. I mean, more weird than usual. (laughs) So listen, do you know anything about He-Mans? Humans, I think that's how they're spelled. They've been coming up a lot on our adventure and I never thought they were real. You guys told me that they didn't exist and that it was just a fairy tale that was supposed to, you know, teach kids to go to bed on time and not be bad, right? It was just supposed to be that, but it's kind of, I believe my friends, right? I really want to trust my friends. And they're telling me that it's the humans that are taking the gods away. And that's really hard for me to wrap my mind around because if that is true, then that means that like all the humans are dead. And like, where are they? Like, where are, where are the humans ghosts? Why can't I see them? Like, everywhere. Like I do with the kith ghosts. I don't know. If you know anything, like, please just write me a letter back. Besides the whole human thing, we recently went to a carnival-ish type thing. Uh, That's a whole thing. We picked up uh, another friend on our adventure, Calyx. We picked him up in Portsmore. Uh, I think he, I think he might have a a little, little something, a little feeling for uh, Fletcher. But Fletcher is Fletcher and that's really complicated. Don't even, I don't even want to talk about Lauren right now in this letter. We had to help Soot, the guy who owns the carnival, find a lightning bug. And while we were doing that, we found a small god who we named Sparky, like a small guard of electricity. I don't know how to spell it, so just, yeah, like, electricity. Very helpful, helped us find Soot's lightning bug, Candy. And once we got the lightning bug, we were able to get really good tickets to the Starkeepers show. It was a really good show. It was a really good show, but turns out Starkeeper, a little bit of a fraud. Um, and we feel, I feel really bad. I feel really bad. Neo and I are the only ones who know. And I feel really bad because I kind of like lied to Haku about it and like just kind of led them away from the whole thing because I didn't want to, you know, break his little heart. And I feel really bad. So if you could help me with that too. I don't know, mom. I think I just need help. 
in in general. Uh, I'm really stressed. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I guess I'll keep you posted. We're back on the move again, so I'll just send you another letter once we are settled. Anyway, love you. Tell dad and the kid I say hi. And I guess you can also tell Karth I'm alive if you want to. You really don't have to. Actually, I'm just gonna scratch out this part of the letter. Don't tell Karth anything. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Your daughter, Alma. We pick up with the group on the Flying Dutch Kith, as kind of per usual these days. You left Soot's magical mosaic and flew towards Middledwell. Again, you're in this more, like, flatland part of the world. Like, there's not a lot of mountains or anything, or even hills for that matter. As far as the eye can see, this, like, flat plain with various crops kind of poking up here and there. After about a, a day's journey on the Flying Dutch Kith, you do begin to see more like farming communities. The livestock, these large beetles with kith on their back kind of waving up to you as they tend to their fields. Poking up from their fields are kind of massive metal legs and arms and other rusted relics of war. After seeing like the occasional farming community, you do start to see larger gatherings of buildings until off in the distance you see kind of poking up from the ground this cityscape. Not nearly as like kind of mystical and magical as the lastings. Not really this massive kind of gathering of buildings that kind of shoot up from the, the ground. It's it's more or less these like small hobbles kind of like all put together, making this like massive city that, that spreads out longer than taller. As you fly into town, you also see this like massive shimmering cloud kind of like hanging above the city center. You have arrived in Middledwell. What are you doing? Parking. <laughs> Where do I dock? We've never really talked about this before, but like what sort of visibility do these like docking ports usually have? Because you always have to have something to look for, like whether that's like a, a landing strip or docks like floating off the ground. Like what do we think that that looks like usually? Most docking zones have lightning bugs, but they have lightning bugs kind of arranged in kind of a runway-esque pattern. Not so much that you need a runway in order to dock a um, airship, but like each like quadrant is a different dock like slot for you to park in. So you just kind of have to make sure, you know how when you're driving a car, you need to make sure that you're in the lines. When you're docking your airship, you need to make sure you're in the quadrant of lightning bugs. And they usually put them in like colored jars. So they look distinct from just the lights of the city. It's usually like red jars or orange jars. The middle dwell docking port is a little different than that. Like, the the one in the lastings was, like, really nice and magical. Uh, the one in Portsmore seemed kind of, like, older, but captured in time. And 
Here in Middledwell, it seems as if the airships don't come here very often because this docking port is very run down. Um, there's like maybe one or two ships in this like whole docking port of around 50. And you have your like your, your free range to pick whichever one you want. But like most of them have like lots of like weeds kind of like sticking up from the ground through through the port that you would land on. And the a lot of the the jars seem to like cracked. Some of them don't have lightning bugs in them. Just a pretty rustic um, scene. It's an airship. It's fine. It's not like it's a bumpy road. I just kind of need to be gentle with her. And we are using a ramp uh, to disembark. Do I need to pay any sort of a docking fee? Is there any manager there? Yes. So as you land, uh, the group gets ready and you hear a all right now what's your name and business hello uh my name is alma of the veil i am accompanied by a diplomatic group from the lastings we are here to speak with your serval our what now your community leader i mean we don't really have one of them is there anyone in charge who makes decisions for the community? I mean, there's the the gathering of the Kith and and the Kith's council, but okay, we don't have like a leader per se. Either one of those would be would be nice. Yeah, we just need to talk to someone who might know uh, about uh, the goings on in the nation. Well, the the gathering of the Kith ain't due to happen for. Let's see. Another two weeks or so. And that'll be everybody in Middledwell in that. Okay, what about the, the council? What's the council up to these days? Canceling and stuff. Cool. Where Whereabouts are they? Underneath the Mirage. And points to, like, city center where that, like, glowing cloud, like, hangs in the sky. Okay, cool. So, uh, can we just... Do we need to make an appointment or can we just... No, no, you go right on in. Oh, cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're just going to dock here for the duration of our stay and then we'll be out of your hair. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, before we go, I just wanted to... Wait, wait a second here, please. Is everything okay around here? Like, everything's okay? No problems at all? Yeah, I mean, crops seem a little bit lighter this season, but that happens every now and then. That is great to hear. I'm, I'm really happy that everything is okay. Wait, did you come bearing bad news? No. We we just came to make sure that nothing bad is going on here. Now, I'm getting a little spish over here. Nothing to be spish about. We just uh, need to talk to the council to get a better idea of what's going on. We want to encourage more communication between the lastings and the other nations. I know we've been kind of MIA from that for a little bit. So we were sent out to reinvigorate said communication. Ah, okay. Well, my name's Wind. Nice to meet you, Wind. Uh, Alma, like I said, this is Neo. And then back there, we've got Fletcher, Calix, Haku, and Chandler. Fantastic. Nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you as well. Good to see you. What kind of kith is um, Wind? An eagle. What are Wind's pronouns? We'll go with they. Awesome. So we'll just... Well, I gotta just let you know that the fee for docking here is one gift to the earth. So just make sure you do that each day. Any gift to the earth? Any gift to the earth. Yep. Haku hugs the dirt. You need to be a little more ritualistic than that, but you're on the right idea. All right, cool. Well, um, we'll probably be seeing you again. 
uh, we'll just be on our way to the council uh, now. Thank you. Thank you very much. Y'all have a good day. I'll take care of your, your boat right here. Thank you. She means everything to me. And y'all are able to head into town. The wind is kind of like whipping through the town, cut, kind of kicking up dust um, into your faces every now and then. You you do notice that the the sun seems to beat down a bit harder here, and as it does, and the like, the sun catches that quote unquote mirage, like it kind of like shimmers and casts like a shimmering light. Every time that does, you kind of like hear like murmurings like out off like in the city. Like, or if, like, there's, um, a kid nearby, like, they, they seem to say something every time that happens. And, yeah, the last things are, are kind of, again, like, made of all this kind of, like, hodgepodge of, like, magical ancient materials. It's kind of, like, modern, but rustic still. And then Portsmore was, again, like, these massive, like, skyscrapers. Every scene thing seemed a lot bigger than it was supposed to be. And... This place is, again, kind of like these short hobbles every now and then, but all the buildings are, like, made of seemingly, like, scrap wood, different kind of bits and pieces, and you eventually come to this sort of, like, big mansion underneath the Mirage. As you look into the Mirage, you kind of get a view of a bustling utopia, kind of like reflecting off the mirage that does not reflect what you see all around you. You see verdant plant life in that reflection. You see people dining and eating on satisfying food. Each of you would see something that you really want, but would never, ever happen. I feel like for Haku, maybe it was going backstage with the Starkeeper and it looked like an older version of you. Very calm, very excited, and it just kind of like... Whew. They're talking about the stars over a nice cup of tea. For Fletcher. So my immediate impulse was to think Fletcher didn't notice too much of a difference, but like, he was like taller than Haku in it, and like, everything was like really like pretty there, and like really comfy, and because Fletcher is such a cozy guy, he didn't really notice the difference while looking up, and he was just like, yeah, th that's how things are, because his perception of self is so Fletcher. Alma. I think Alma would see like security i think you know her family would be back back in business things would be going well and that like her family like gaining back their independence would lead to her being more free again because i don't think she wants the family business i don't think she wants to be bogged down like she's already working and she enjoys working like the happiest she is is when she's traveling and like helping doing her work but i think like she sees you know kind of these like flashing visions of like the family and like the ship and it's great and then like it kind of settles in on like a little house and it's her house it's nobody else's house it's not something that was passed down to her it's not something that was given to her by somebody else it was hers entirely there's no one else's influence on it it's just hers 
that like house kind of just like splinters and crumbles and falls to the ground. Neo. So Neo sees both Neo and Foster Filigree, which is pretty old brand of Neo. Uh, their first fox crush of a saga of many after Foster, and sees this kind of like scene of forgiveness, an encounter, and then a bit of a, a bit of a big hug uh, where. Neo looks really, really small, and then they they start to pick up as old friends that start to begin a completely new relationship, and they begin to share their designs with each other and just looking at each other in the eyes. And they just like slowly, as you're like looking into each other's eyes, they like slowly drift backwards and just like like fade into darkness. And then you hear kind of a voice, kind of like breaking through the wind. Hey, y'all gonna come in? You see wind um on the front steps. We're, we're ready for you. As Wynn kind of like claps a couple times, says, hey, come out of it. Oh, I've, I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all probably never seen that before, have you? It can kind of mess with your, your mind, but sometimes it's nice to stare up at it, you know? But yeah, council's ready if you want to follow me. Yeah, that, have you seen up there? Like, have you seen, are you, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Since when do you wear so much color? I don't think I'm seeing what you're seeing. I'm gonna try not to think about it too hard. This is really weird. Hey, we should we should just go, I think. I think we should just go. Right, guys? We should just go. Come on. We should in. In the inside, I think. Yes. Haku starts walking inside. Neo lets themselves be shepherd as well. She's a little sleepy, so he goes in. Alma, like, casts one more, like, stray glance up at the mirage and then goes in. Are you, are you part of the council? Yeah, yeah. Does that happen all the time? What happened all the time? The seeing things. Oh, yeah. The mirage just kind of shows you lots of different things. Can't trust it, though. It's never right. It's not oracles. Is it, is it, no. Is it kind of like a future? No. No, it, it basically just tells you what, kind of what you want, but it's always a little too good to be true, you know? Too good to be true. That checks out. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. I think we all look the same, but I don't know. Alma just pats Fletcher on the head. So eventually y'all are led into this almost like loungy room. It's got this like nice like red carpet, kind of old, but still has a little like uh, bounce to it. There's lots of like loungy like chairs, like bean bags, lots of like really old art on the wall. A lot of it like Hoobans or He-Nans, just kind of strange. There's like this large black kind of like table in the corner, but it's huge and there's like like one end has like a row of like white buttons or something with like black buttons kind of like sticking up somebody like is like on top of that and jumps down onto the white things that makes like a loud like plung like musical sound and jumps and like does like a tuck and roll and they roll like right in front of you they are a coyote like in like a regal red robe who's this um i didn't get all their names this is alm rest you introduce yourself sound off this is camden one of the council members i'm fletcher why is everything so big in here I guess it's cause relics of the past. We've left it the way we found it. And your minds go back to Portsmore. Like everything was kind of a little bit bigger in Portsmore. Like the door handles were just a little too high. The key that um, the librarian used was a little too big. Outside of the last things, everything seems like it's not made for the kids. In the last things, there is absolutely nothing to the effect of any of these remnants. If you want, you can give me an intellect check, though, if you want to see if you recall 
anything now that might make a little sense. You guys wonder why Alba doesn't believe in them. Wait, is this an instinct? Oh, yes, instinct, sorry. Seven. I'm not even gonna (laughs) make a roll. (laughs) Thirteen. Five. Fletcher, you would see, like, maybe some of, like, the pattern work on, like, the wall. Seems covered in, like, some paper that's, like, floral print. And you recognize that design. Wasn't used on walls in the lastings, but it would be, like, wrapped on different things, like, with glue. Um, to make, like, different art pieces and stuff. But, like, yeah, if that's old, then maybe that paper in the lastings is old, too. Haku. It's, was, like, this really weird place back in the last things like one of those like kind of like mind bendy museums that was set up in a room with like very similar architecture to this and it almost seems like parts of that room were made with like parts of this room but not exactly you're recognizing the architecture it's kind of giving you that weird like nostalgic strange feeling in your tummy. Hi, I'm Haku. Nice to meet you. I'm, you already heard my name. I'm Alma. Anyway, uh, this is Neo, our good friend and Calix and Chandler. Got some very pretty art around here. I thought a council was like more than like two people. The rest are on their way. Please, have a seat. And Camden motions like around the room to lay all like the different loungy chairs. Camden kind of strolls over, jumps up in the air and plops down into one of the big bags then wind walks over kind of like plops down on the couch and a door opens in the back corner and a goat a bear and a horse come out and all like take up different places well the rest of the folks here uh tin points the goat bark the, the bear and roan the horse this is group from the lastings apparently hi hello we have a letter that shows it if if you require further proof i do believe you the bear says bark but why did you come here well i don't know if you've heard or if anything's been going on around here but we at the lastings have been experiencing several god related anomalies as a result of their disappearance we have recently visited Portsmore, and they have also been experiencing similar instances. So we were wondering if you have been uh, noticing anything strange as of late. Any uh, glowing purple orbs? Glowing purple orbs. What does purple mean to you? Yeah, it's glowing and purple and cold. What does purple cold orb mean to you? Singular words or the whole statement? We have one in a bag. A really beautiful bag. Neo made it, not the orb, the bag. Well, um, the the goat speaks up. <laughs> Tin. Um, to, to us here, purple is significant in that it connects us all to each other and the past. Ain't that the truth. So have you, I don't know if you have any magicians or witches or potion makers or anyone who works with the gods here, but has anything strange been going on? Anything strange. Life is always strange, Rome says. Anything more specific? Uh, stranger than, than the norm. Stranger than usual. Lots of rain, things falling out of the sky that shouldn't be falling out of the sky. Wait, that's the same thing. No, color. Have have you seen a human? Y'all sound like you've been hopped up on something. We aren't. Wish we were. Look, is there any sort of spiritual leader that we can speak to? You see, we all believe in the collective 
power of unity. Any of you particularly unified with magic? I know a few things. Spoken to any gods recently? Yeah, I'm interested in knowing also where do you have specific locations where you you cherish your gods or specific places that hold a, a given significance to your rituals for gifting the earth or for your rituals for praising the sun or communing with the mirage? I don't know how to tell you this, but we don't believe in gods here. We believe, as Tin said, in the collective unity. Okay, yeah. No, that's, yeah, yeah, for sure. So the mirage, what's that? What's that about? Where did that come from? That was here, before we were. The first kith who settled here decided to just stay and look at it for a very long time. Until one day they decided to not look at it anymore and start planting in the fields. So the earth is like your thing, right? It's, you know, show gratitude to the earth, give gifts to the earth. Has the earth been fine recently? I would say that's a reductionist view of how we do view the universe, but we believe there's energy in everything, and we are connected to the Earth. We gain a lot of sustenance from the Earth, so we often give back to the Earth. And getting sustenance has been normal recently. It's been fine. Yes, which, to be honest, I eat metal and things you probably shouldn't eat, but from what I hear, the people are still enjoying their food. That's good. That's good. That's that's. Great to hear. That's fantastic. I'll be honest, guys, I'm at a loss. Does anybody else want to have a crack at it? It seems like they're actually doing pretty well. And if if they actually are not having any gods around, maybe there's nothing for the humans to take away. Maybe it's fine. What about books? Have you had any books go missing lately? Oh, right. You have the memory storage. Yeah, so two yeah, two questions there. Books. I'm not sure if books have gone missing. You'd have to go to the library for that, I'm assuming. As far as memory stored, yeah, we have that, uh, the memoriam with all the memory keepers who tend to different memories. We, we are interested in a very specific memory that we have come here to look for. It is a memory of, of an old seer from many, many years ago. Um, we have the name, Alma spoke to her, and we would like to know who is in charge of those. Maybe who organizes them, so that we can, we can, we can settle our matters here. You would probably need to go to the memoriam and talk to one of the memory keepers. Aura, Trot, Chalice, Fizz could probably... Cool, cool. From what we're hearing, everything has been pretty much normal. If you don't mind, we will just go ahead and check out the library, make sure that nothing's amiss there, and then just head on over to the memory keepers and continue our investigation. Things have been very amiss outside of Middledwell, so maybe the answer is here. Maybe. I would say that not everything has been perfect here. There's this new company that's coming in. Some help me out. Terrera. Basically, they're coming in um, trying to capitalize on machinery instead of using insects. They kind of won't have any talking to, and they're just buying up everything. We've tried to stop them, but I don't know, maybe maybe there's something y'all could do too? Yeah, we don't support gentrification here. We'll figure it out. We'll do something for you guys. Thank you, thank you. Great. Uh, So could you point us in the direction of the... Where do you guys want to go first? Well, before we go out again, Fletcher Haku, could we we make a kind of like a buddy system? I feel like I could look into that mirage for 
hours and i would rather none of us does that and we continue to be together so just like keep an eye on each other i agree i think it's kind of boring though do you really not see anything fletcher i mean i look at it and we're hanging out and it looks really cozy but i feel really cozy so yeah i don't really need to look at it, it makes me a little sleepy though when aren't you sleepy fletcher calix says with a little bit of a smirk yeah fletcher when aren't you sleepy can i get back to you on that Okay, I agree. The buddy system's a good idea. Are we splitting up? No, I, th- I think we're all together. Just just so that. I just mean, let's make sure no one gets a bit too in the clouds, as they say. Easy peasy. Guys, it doesn't feel like this is... We're not in as much of a rush in here. Maybe we could go for a little coffee or, or sample the teas around here. It's been a while since we took a moment. It's true. <laughs> That's so true. No, it has been a while since we've just taken a moment. And I haven't been here in ages. Last time I was here was for work. So I guess I'm also kind of here for work again, but it's different work. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I mean, I didn't get to see a lot of the of the place because I was burying somebody. Do you know anywhere that makes good tea? Maybe we could ask Wind before we go. Yeah, we should ask. Hey, Wind, you know any nice tea places for us to visit while we are here? Hey, hey, is anyone else out there obsessed with dice? Does anyone out there want to join the I have too many dice sets for my own good club? Or is this going to be a party of one? Because I would be the first to tell you that I have a dice problem. But I don't necessarily think that's the worst problem to have. So if you've got the same mindset, QueerPG has a fun little offer for you. If you head over to fanrolldice.com, you can use our code QueerPG10 at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. They've got gemstone dice, my personal favorite, They've got wooden dice, they've got metal dice, and a whole bunch of other designs and accessories to fit all of your dice gremlin needs. So, if you find your itching for something new to add to your collection, head on over to fanrolldice.com. And remember, QueerPG10, that's Q-U-E-E-R-P-G-10, at checkout to get 10% off. Have fun rolling! We pick up with you all asking Wind where a good place to get some tea would be and he says the wild snake tavern probably has some yeah that sounds great let's take some time decompress over there i feel like a lot's happened in the last um 24 hours and it's nice that things are kind of normal here the four of you well the six of you along with Calix and Chandler, walk over to the Wild Snake Tavern, or T-Burn, and you go inside. It's a pretty old and dark building, like wood floors, wood walls, high ceilings with like chandeliers with like flickering flames, light in a room. There is, again, another one of those like tables with like white and black buttons off in the corner, uh, making pra- like the craziest sound uh, music from it. Uh, but this one is like upright, like it's not flat. And there's this little like wheel or something spinning in the middle of it that's like spinning. It seems to be like playing those buttons and the music is like, playing by itself like it's just like coming from the this table that's like kind of like leaned up against the wall so you all go inside there's like a bar with instead of different bottles of liquor it's just like different herbs and spices and uh like an old-timey looking chalkboard menu just has like tea and then just like different all the ingredients and 
a, we'll just say a vulture, kind of like dressed up in kind of like old timey, like soda shop garb comes over and says, alrighty, what are you having? What are you having? We got tea, we got tea, we got tea. You start with your leaves over here and you can actually use mushrooms instead. We got some of those. And you got all these spices and these spices and these spices. They all combine for different flavors. You come here, you never know what you'll get. So do you have any neuter dream berries? I really like the flavor, but without the high. Yeah, we got some of those. So a little bit of that with, with a couple shoots of of eucalyptus if you have uh, i want something fresh and then one one of those mushrooms that i can see in there they seem pretty pretty cute do you think that's a good combination is that stupid no that's that sounds just about right honestly at whatever you think will be a final touch be careful i don't know if you can ever really truly neutralize a dream berry yeah i mean it's a little bit there but it's not all there if you drink like four or five cups of this you might start to feel it but no i could take my mind of, of things a little bit today. Alright, we'll keep an eye out. Anyone else want to place an order? Can I get can I get those orange peels and hibiscus? Which orange peels? Any points to like three ones, three different ones. What's the difference? This one will be a little sweeter. This one will add some bitterness. And uh, this one, um, surprisingly enough, will make it a little lighter. Let's go sweeter. Yeah, and then some hibiscus would be nice, some rose hip. All right, all right, I can do that. The whole time he's got like a little notebook like taking down the order. Hello, hi. Could I get a black tea with lavender, apple, and then like the smallest bit of lily of the valley? Uh, yep, yep, yep. I got all those. Honestly, though, if you're interested in... Why why do you want the Lily of the Valley? Oh, um, well, Lily of the Valley, I think it just seems like a cool... I haven't tried it in a tea yet, and I think it'd be interesting to try it with lavender, which is kind of like my favorite, because sometimes when you have lavender in a tea, it makes it blue, and it kind of looks like the sky, and then, like, apple is kind of like my favorite kind of situation, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. So if you after the that kind of flavor uh, that the Lily of the Valley would bring, I actually would recommend using some bottled moonlight instead. <gasps> you have bottled moonlight yeah it tastes very similar but as adds a nice shimmer to it looks nice yes please and what shall you have young sir um hi uh could i get a tea with basil cinnamon ginger uh coriander allspice bay leaves orange lemongrass mint poppy seeds a little bit of thyme but make sure no more than like three sprigs rosemary a little bit of sage and then make sure the sage hasn't touched anything that bugs have been inside of because i have a little bit of allergy and then if you could uh put a little bit of echinacea in it and uh one leaf of lavender oh and do you have river water to make that in i Yes, I think we have some river water still. Does it matter if it's pre-bottled or fresh? Fresh is better, but if you have pre-bottled, then please don't put in the time. I asked pre-bottled, I'm sorry. So no time. Then uh, no time. You have, you have lemon balm? Lemon balm, lemon balm. Let me see. Walks over. Uh, yes, not too common, but I do have a couple bulbs. Just one bulb will be fine instead of that. Thank you. Is that it? Can I have a mushroom? Uh, which one? Point to him. Um, do you have a uh, honey fungus? Yes, I, th- I think I got some of those. If not, I got something that'll work. That doesn't need to be mixed in the tea. If you could just put it, like, on the outside of it, um, I like to dip it. I'm afraid to ask, but anything else before I start 
Thanks. No, that's all. Thank you. I'll have these out in a few. Um, you can help yourselves to any of the chairs, booths, couches, whatever. There's a lounge upstairs as well. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll be on our way now. Let's go sit down. So where are y'all headed to sit down? We're, we're going to try and find the booth that doesn't by any chance have any kind of eye contact ever again with that bartender. If they have a terrace, we're going to the terrace. Otherwise... We're just gonna try and continue with our life. They're called tea blenders, not bartenders. So you're looking for a booth. Let's go to the lounge. I like a lounge. We get to lounge a little bit. We deserve some lounging. You all head upstairs to the lounge. It's like the cozy upstairs section of a coffee shop. Leather couches, some tables, shelves with like lots of different books and uh, lots of different like art and stuff on, on the walls. It's not a super busy day, so there's only like a couple kith up here. You basically have the whole place to yourself. This is very nice, guys. So when they were telling us about the the memory keepers, did you guys remember the name Flower mentioned in that list? So they were... We know about Flower. They seemed really weird. Yeah, do we? Do we know? I am not. I know that I'm the the, the, the stars guy, so kind of like in the, the sky situation. I don't know. What is it? like keeps the keeps the voice down. What's up with the cloud? Anyone know anything about this cloud? Mm, the less I know about the cloud, the better, I think. I kind of keep wanting to go and look at it again, but I don't think that's a good idea. No. I'll just take a little sip of the tea, even though it's a little bit burny still. I guess Fletcher was fine with the cloud. Yeah, but it made me a little sleepy. Fletcher, you're always sleepy. <laughs> I'm not sleepy right now. And then he yawns. It's because we keep going around during the day. Well, hopefully that tea will wake you up. That was really extensive. You really know your tea. Yeah, I really like tea. Although I have a lot of those herbs in my pockets anyway, but it's always nice to try it from a new place. That's true. From my experience, all different spices taste differently depending on how they were grown. So I like finding out the different notes and things that you can taste in them from different different areas. Have you traveled a lot, Calyx? A little bit with the army, but I mean, since there's no war or fighting, didn't go all too many places. Surprised you guys even have a military force of any kind. It's more of a ceremonial thing, I think. I thought you guys would have a navy. Yes, we do have some navy as well, but we kind of go back and forth. How are you feeling right now? I know things have been a little hectic. I'm fine. I've been enjoying my time away. It's not that I don't have responsibilities with this group, but they're different and responsibilities I enjoy. Plus, the kith around make it quite nice. That's good. Glad to hear you're enjoying yourself so far. Yeah, on that note, how are you doing, Chandler? You've been really quiet today. Uh, you notice Chandler, like, sitting next to Haku, about to, like, say something to Haku. Uh, wh- what? Nothing. I wasn't doing anything. It's nice weather, isn't it? And then Haku scoots a little further away. I'll be honest, it's really nice to just sit. Do you think if we have time, when everything is over, when we go back to the lastings, we can maybe do a small, another pit stop to, to the mosaic just to see if for the, we don't have to oh my god, look, look at the sun! And then slurps their teeth. I did mean to say like this has like one of those bay window. This like nice glass that looks out over the plains. You see a light off in the distance, like the sun setting, but like the insects still like tending to the fields. Just because the sun exists doesn't mean it's going to serve as a distraction, Hawkins. <laughs> <pocket. laughs> 
the sun, the bay window, and then look at slurp. You're really good at that whole distraction thing. You're the best distractor we have, Aku. They've been doing it since forever. He's got old experience. That's why it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work on us. I'm pretty sure that if we keep meeting new people, we can keep distracting them with that. Did Calix look at the window? Yeah, Calix sort of looked out the window and just like kind of like staring off now, just like not saying anything, just obviously enjoying this like moment of rest. Yeah, we're all enjoying a moment of rest, aren't we? One may say that we are pausing for a moment to get some rest. One might say that, indeed. Yes, you all get a token. We all sit in this moment and have this moment of rest and your hearts are full. And that goes on for a while, the, the conversation it goes on until the the sun really is just about to set over that horizon. It's about like an hour that y'all y'all sit here. And then you hear like a deep like rumbling and then like a lots of people like, oh no. And then the building like slowly starts to shake. And you look out the window and this massive machine kind of just like comes down main street um with a a kith kind of sitting up at the top kissing controls what the hell is that is it shaking like the dust things what's that outside that doesn't look like a beetle it looks like a machine. Is it the Herrera people? One way to find out. Our tea is done. Time has come for us to once again solve everyone's problems. You actually hear the engine power down. And as it does, you start to hear like chanting and almost the sound of like a riot building. Everything was so peaceful for like two seconds. Did anyone see the shape of their tea leaves? Because I really wanted to read those tea leaves. Alma, like, looks at the cub. I don't know, man. What do you think? Okay, roll me 1d6. Five. Five. Okay, and then roll 2d6. A three and a four. Total of seven. It's in the shape of a ring, which means marriage. That's all? Okay, if the ring's at the bottom, it means that a marriage will not take place. If there's a letter in your tea leaves, it's the initial of a future spouse. And if the ring is surrounded by clouds, it means an unhappy marriage. Alba's gonna put the cup down and not investigate that any further. Haku hands over their cup to Fletcher. 1d6. Four. Okay, and then 2d6. Two and a three. Five. That's a ladder, so it means you'll travel or you need to expect some travel. Ah, ah. Ah, and then they do a little, no- like, they start poking their nose, like, oh, 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 it's, it's, does it look like Carta Minor? We, 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 well, okay, never mind. Don't, don't worry about me. And then, like, starts walking. They got excited about stars. That's all you gotta know. <laughs> Neil was clearly queuing behind Hok- Haku. 1d6. 2. Um, okay, and then 2d6. At 7. It looks like a compass, which usually means business travel. I guess you and Haku will be traveling and Alma's gonna get married. Maybe we'll go to a wedding. That could be a lot of fun. Hey, I would like to see what I get. So, 4. Okay, and then the sum of 2d6. 2. It's a kettle, which usually is associated with death and tragedy, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. God. Damn it. Could it be the death of my career? Or like, does it actual death? It's pretty open to interpretation, but I'd tread really carefully. Because if it's death of my career, that makes sense. But actual death, I would rather not, you know. Yeah. Why does that make sense? Why does that make sense? 
I'm not I'm not here representing my fellowship. I'm just here because I lost my job and I asked for a favor from Fallon. Oh, I see. I thought that if I could come back a hero too, that maybe things would be different. But I'm starting to realize that that wasn't the life I wanted anyways. And it's been nice being with you all. Hey man, don't, don't let it eat you, okay? Stuff happens. Some things aren't meant to be. Don't let it eat you up inside. It's not worth it. And you're a wonderful painter. You should take proud pride on that. Well, thank you. And then puts his cup down, starts to walk out, and Calix holds up and says, um, I've never had my tea leaves red. Do you mind? It doesn't It doesn't take too much out of you, right? No, it's fine. Five, nine. These look like scales, which usually have to do things with laws and sometimes it can mean trouble with the law, but it could also just mean some form of responsibility. Kind of seems like I'm fulfilling that right now with you and the rest of the crew, but maybe it could mean something more. Maybe I should give up responsibilities. Maybe I have too many. Well, if you feel weighed down by them, the scales will always show you what's heavier. Sometimes I feel like you are way wise beyond your years. I'm not that old. Or, um, being... You're welcome. I guess we should take a look at what's going on out here. As you make it out the door, you hang the left and start heading downtown. Uh, and you can kind of see straight to like the uh, the town square, and there is like this giant machine with like several kith on top of it, like standing up. Uh, but then like the whole square is kind of like smattered with a mob of other kith that are are chanting up at the kith on the the machine. And as you get closer, you start to make out. It just like get out now get out now and you get closer to like kind of start to see the 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 details of the scene there's six kith on top of this machine all dressed in kind of very minimal but dashing uniforms they're kind of like black jumpsuits with like a gray sash that comes around and one of them is a fox that's kind of like trying to get the crowd to be quiet and you can kind of make out they're trying to um convince them that what they're here for is going to be for the betterment of all and they start throwing out literally like green bunches of like leaves out at the the crowd and with that the crowd does kind of start to to quiet and the kith that's kind of taken lead on this raises their hands and says thank you i do appreciate your cooperation. See, us at Torera are just simply concerned for your well-being. Wouldn't you like to have more free time? To have your insects rest? You don't even have to use these all the time, but our harvestors will increase productivity by 1,000%. And you start to hear murmuring in the crowd. So if you're interested in being part of the future and not the past being what brings on our next era you can join us at Torera. we are seeking people to help us build more harvestors we are seeking partners to use them the future is now the future is middle dwell and then you start to hear kind of the future is now the future is middle dwell the future is now and like it kind of builds up and builds up until they're that's what they're chanting now or now celebrating this group that seemed to be hostile and then wind kind of flies up and says well this ain't good this ain't good 
good at all. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can follow QueerPG on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at QueerPGPod. QueerPG is made possible by all of you who listen and share the show. So if you like what you hear, please rate and review. It helps other people find the podcast. You can also support the show by signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com QueerPG. If you're interested in seeing transcripts for the episodes, all of those from previous episodes and episodes to come can be found on our website, QueerPG.com. Until next time.